chapter 1. I just want to deal with the um, with the B part of this verse. It's something that I think about all the time. It's something I believe that we should all think about. Um, Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. If you have it, it should be on the screen here in a minute. Oh, it is on the screen. Um, If you could stand for the reading of God's word. It says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son and they shall call his name Il Emmanuel which translates means God with us. I want to talk about today presence versus presence. Presence versus presence. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word and thank you for what you're about to do in this house today. Thank you for the hearts of your people this morning. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Create in me, Lord, a clean heart and renew a right spirit in me, Lord. Bless now your people, God. And Lord, I pray that someone's life would be made different today because your presence is here. We love you. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you, ushers. Today, the NBA has several matchups. The Bucks versus the Knicks, the Thunder versus the Rockets, the 76ers versus the Celtics, the Lakers versus the Warriors, and the Trailblazers versus the Jazz. Many will be glued to the television today to figure out or to wish upon the outcome. But there's another matchup that started 2,000 years ago that you ought to be in tune with. And that is the matchup between Christ and the world. Do I have anybody? You ought to tune in because, amen, that uh, you already know the outcome of this game. But it's amazing to me how many of us, we look around and we see that this season has been revolved around doorbuster deals. Presence. But God says about 2,000 years ago, he predicted this scripture today was predicted in Isaiah 7. Amen. It was predicted in Isaiah 7 
And it came to pass in Matthew. We know who the winner is. Come on, help me somebody. I find it interesting today that God uses a particular word. And I just want to briefly dissect this one word today, Emmanuel. It's an interesting word because I, I see believers live their lives as if no one is there for them. Come on, somebody. I've seen believers live as if God is not with them. That somehow God has forgotten them. Do I have anybody? You see, you see, a present is something presented while a presence is something that's with you always. Do I have anybody? It's something about God's presence that you cannot hide from him. I love what the writer says in Psalm 139. He says, where can I go from your presence? He says, if I make my bed in hell, you're there. If I make my bed in heaven, you're there. He says, if I ride the wings of the morning, he says, you're there. Where can I really hide from God? And I'm asking the question this morning. Do you know who's with you? Do you know who's really on your side? Do you really understand what Emmanuel really means? Listen, the writer of Isaiah, his name meant the Lord saved or the Lord saves when Isaiah penned the scripture. Watch this, watch this. But when he uses the word Emmanuel, it means that God, not only does he saves, but after he saves, he's with you. Do I have anybody? I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I see in this season how many people are so lonely and they're depressed and they're down. And I understand that you're thinking about family and friends and loved ones who've passed on. But saints, I want to tell you something. Could it be that we've missed something? And that is recognizing his presence. Do I have anybody this morning? You see, Matthew writes, and he gives an account of the birth of Jesus, and the angel says to Mary, to Joseph in a dream, he said, listen, your wife is going to conceive and have a son. And not only will, will he have a son, will you have a son, but she, but, but let me tell you this, we're going to give him his own name. His name, verse 21, shall be called Jesus. For he will, watch this, Isaiah says, Isaiah's name means God saves, but Jesus' name means God saves. <laughs> Come on, help me somebody. He says, look what he said, watch what he says. He says, and for he will save his people from their sins. You know what I love about the birth of Jesus? The fact that he came to save a sinner like me. Do I have anybody? Don't misunderstand who Jesus is. He came not just to be worshipped, but he came to be to save. He came to save that which was lost. He came to save us from a life that we had before. And I'm talking to somebody here today. You didn't know what to do with your life until you met Jesus. 
Do I have anybody? But, but before you met Jesus, the Bible says his name would, will mean Emmanuel. And so what does that mean to us? First of all, if you take the word apart, Emmanuel. Amen. The word L, or I'm sorry, the word M, it's actually pronounced M, I am. Emmanuel. That word, when you break the word down in the Hebrew, the word, that, that just the word I am, I and then M, it means his presence. It means that he's near. It means that he's before or with you. So we could just stop with the I am. Come on, tell somebody, we're going to stop with the I am. Amen. Because the I am, when you break down the Hebrew word, that's where you get Emmanuel, not El yet. El means God. Do I have anybody? But the primary root of the word El means the mighty one. So here's what I found out. When you put them together, not only do you have the presence of God, but you have the power of God. Do I have anybody? And I want to say something to you right now. I may not have a lot of friends around me, but I thank God that I have El Emmanuel. Do I have anybody? That his presence is with me. That his power is available to me. That in spite of what I'm going through in my life right now, that I understand that I'm not alone in this thing. Tell your neighbor, I'm not alone in this thing. Listen, God is with us. So there are four things I want to give you. What does Emmanuel mean to me? Number one, amen. It gives me what? Assurance. I don't know what you're placing your trust in. But I want to tell somebody this morning, friends will let you down. Jobs, y'all found out about them jobs, didn't you? Amen. You found out about them. You found out about them crazy, I mean, crazy brothers you've been hanging around with, right? Amen. You find out some things in life, right? That people will let you down, but the fact that God is with you should give you and I an assurance this morning that all will be well. Weeping may endure for a night. Come on, somebody. But joy is going to come in the morning. Because I have the assurance that no matter what it looks like right now, y'all going to make me preach today, I see. Amen. That no matter what it looks like right now, that I have the assurance that the God I serve, he's able. Not only is he able, but he's powerful. Not only is he powerful, but he's present. See, I've opened all my presence. (laughs) Come on, somebody. But I'll always have his presence. I'm going to say it one more time. After December 25th, I'm still going to have his presence. Not only does his name, Emmanuel, gives me assurance, but the second thing it does for me, he gives me his what? Assistance. May I ask you a question? What are you struggling with this morning? What, what seems to be hard for you this morning? And here's the problem. See, we want assistance, but we want to assist him. <laughs> we can't assist him. You have to have faith in him and let him do what he do. 
Do I have anybody? And if you let God be God in your life, you'll find out you don't have to lift a finger to do anything because he's that powerful. Listen, listen, listen. He'll turn you around, you know. He'll, he'll change your life. He'll give you the hope that you're looking for. And somebody here right now, you're, you're trying to get a loan, but the loan person can't help you. You're trying to do better in life, but let me tell you something. You need some help from God. And let me tell you something about God. When he helps you, there's no strings attached to it. When God helps you, come on somebody. How many he's assisted you this year? When you didn't know how you were going to make it out that hole, you come on somebody. God picked you up out of the muck and the mire. He he listen, he he went before you and watch it because you had the assurance that it was going to work out. When you prayed, you believed and you trusted him. Do I have anybody? Not only do I have his assistance, but the next thing I have is, next thing is, he's available. Emmanuel, God with us. When you leave here today, I want you to remind yourself that God is available. Let me show you how available he is. All you have to say is Father. All you got to do is open your mouth and say Father. I'm going to say it one more time. All you got to do is open your mouth and say, all you got to do is open your mouth and say, Right. When your kids say, Daddy, don't you turn back? When your kids say, Mommy, don't you turn back? So so let's try. All you got to say is what? Because he's available. He's available, y'all. That's what Emmanuel means. That I'm not alone in this thing. That, that God is available at any time. You can call on him. You remember the old folk used to say, you can what? You can call him in the midnight hour. You, you can call him when you're down. You, listen, you, come on, y'all. Don't, don't get sanctified on me this morning. Now, watch this. Watch this. You can call him because he's available. He's always available, y'all. God doesn't close up shop and say church is over. Matter of fact, when you leave here, you're hopefully you're leaving with his presence. But I find it interesting that God would use this word to say God is with us. Predicted 600 years before and came to pass 600 years later. And now we have the fact that God is with us. Now listen, I don't trip about what people say about the Christmas trees and the lights and stuff. I already know the meaning of all that. That has no real meaning on Jesus. Amen. Uh, I, and some of you left cookies by the fireplace. I wish they did leave some cookies in my hand at all. And drink the milk. <laughs> My daughter said, why y'all been lying to me all these years? I said, that's your mama. <laughs> that's your mama been lying to you. I already said what I said. I said, there ain't no Santa. Hate to break the news to you. <laughs> y'all with me? Y'all follow me? But, but watch this. <laughs> Here's the thing, y'all. I already know what it means. But we pause 
to remind ourselves on Christmas Day what this thing is really about. Wherever you go when you leave here today, bring his presence with you. I know you're going for presents, <laughs> but bring his presence with you. And understand that you're not alone. It may appear that way. And the last thing is, that's my last point. You're not alone. I'm never alone. You know why? God has a GPS connected to you now. You know what that GPS is? The Holy Spirit. And where can you go now? As a believer in Jesus Christ, the moment you get saved, you are sealed, filled with the Holy Spirit. And you will never be able to leave his presence. I thank God this Christmas that I've, I've had this thought all Christmas. I said, Lord, who wouldn't want a God like you? Who wouldn't serve a God like you? Now, can I ask you, that's why I had testimony time. When you think about all the things that has happened to you, right? Who got you out of it? Who brought you through? Now, some of us are are relying on ourselves. But it's time to recognize who's really with you. Amen? Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise. I didn't want to say I was going to do that.